Welcome to the Mind Body Musings podcast. I'm Madeline Moon. I am a transformational life coach. I am a retreat leader. I am a speaker, an author, an actress, and a feminine embodiment teacher. And I'm here today to hop on my show. I'm totally not wearing a shirt. That's one of the best things about running your own business from home. I don't have to wear a top. I'm wearing black sweatpants and a gold chain. <laughs> I kid you not, that is exactly what I'm wearing. And today I'm going to be talking about deciphering the dif- the difference between what is a legitimate call from your t- intuition to stop something. Like, what is your intuition really saying, this is a no, this is a no for me. And being lazy and just resisting containers and structure and leadership what's the difference between the two because it's really hard to know it's really hard to know sometimes you sign up for a commitment and then the day before your body is it feels like it's screaming for you not to do this thing and then you have this moment where you're wondering is my body screaming because this really is not a good fit for me and my intuition is saying hey hold on slow down you don't want this this is not this is not right something's fishy or is it your fear and your ego coming up to keep you safe from going outside of your comfort zone because that place is not where your ego wants you to go that's scary that's skewy, and it'll try everything it possibly can to say, no, 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 bad choice, no, 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 you don't want to do that, you don't want to do that, something bad will happen, this smells fishy, like it's doing all of that, and it might look like intuition, but it's really not, it's really the fear or resistance to the masculine. So I'm going to be tying in two different messages to this podcast. One of them, like I just said, is more around resisting the masculine in life. As a refresher, the masculine is presence, it is a container, it is structure, it is time, space, it is what you need in order to do any ritual. You need your masculine to brush your teeth every morning and night. You need your masculine to get to work, to write. I needed my masculine to say, sit in that chair Get your butt in action and record this podcast. The feminine is the one that's like, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I want to eat chocolate and be and take a bath and just enjoy and, and just not have any structure. I want to have an entire day of white space tomorrow. I don't want to have to be anywhere. I want to do what I want to do. And we see our own resistance to structure and to boundaries and to the masculine reflected in others. Say you have a coach and your coach says, this is the book you're going to read. And then automatically you realize your body's like, no, no, I don't want to read. I don't want to read the book. And you didn't even give it time to sink in. 
Or maybe your partner is trying to lead you. And the only thing you can think is that they're not leading the right way. Oftentimes, this happens as a way to keep us, again, safe, small. Um, Maybe you are saying no because you really don't see yourself as worthy as being led. Or you say no because you, you you have reasons to mistrust your parents. And so you project those reasons on your teachers. And even when they give you a book assignment, it feels like the wrong one. Because you're so ingrained that you cannot trust authority. Maybe you have the belief that you you are more worthy or valuable when you do everything yourself. And so you refuse someone trying to lead you. Because if they lead you, then you look weak. There's lots of reasons. I can't cover all of them on this podcast. And I don't want to just say one because just one isn't going to be the answer. There's many reasons why you might reject the masculine in the world. And if you reject the masculine in the world, I encourage you to look at your own relationship within yourself to your masculine. Do you have a hard time setting structure, putting structure into place? Or is your structure really rigid, one or the other? Is it one of the extreme ends? If you struggle with being led by anybody, a teacher, authority, a coach, at the airport, someone telling you to get in a certain line, you automatically just want to fight it. Now go inward and look at how do you treat your own boundaries. Are you, do you have an experience in your past of being overly rigid or nothing at all? All or nothing. If this is the case, most likely you are rejecting your own masculine in some way. And so therefore, anytime someone tries to lead you in life, you reject that too. And then outside of the context of the feminine and masculine, looking at it through that lens, we can look at it from the lens of uh, safety and your ego simply trying to keep you safe. So putting aside feminine and masculine, let's say you make a decision to, mm, mm, I don't know, go to an event. You're just going to an event. Let's start small. You're going to go to an event and you've been really excited about it. It's, it's a cool, conscious event. Um, we have one in New York. I talked about this on a previous podcast. It's called Vulnerable AF. So let's say you're going to Vulnerable AF. And at Vulnerable AF, you get really vulnerable with strangers. And you're really excited about it. it sounds fun. There's snacks, blah, blah, blah. It's Friday, right? It's Friday morning. The event is at night. And you are all sorts of anxious, because you're going alone and you don't really want to go alone. And, and then what if someone like comes up to you and, and stands by your side a lot and you, they just expect conversation with you and blah, blah, blah. It's just easier if you don't go right. Like, and then your, your chest and your heart starts to beat fast and then you get really locked in on this idea of just not going. And then you go into the spiral of, is this intuition or is this laziness which one is it I cannot give you the answer it might be intuition in my experience it's not (laughs) in my experience it's just a way that um, we're trying to validate not wanting to go just not wanting to go not wanting to have something we have to do it's normally not intuition. Intuition to me is more instantaneous. It's not a slow roll. Intuition is more like, I don't want to walk down that dark alleyway. Or, I don't want to have sex right now. Or, 
meat sounds disgusting in this moment or like salt sounds disgusting. Like you just kind of know it's more instantaneous. And sometimes it does happen in really miraculous ways. Like you have a dream about something that's going to happen the next day and it happens. Like that's more of um, being a psychic really, like really, really, really intuitive and you have visions and this is possible too. But I think the day-to-day resistance we have to structure, to life, to our teachers. Like I've done this with my teacher where they gave me an assignment and it was a slow roll. It was like two weeks long of me hem-hawing. Eventually I said no. And one of the most important things about that is that it doesn't make me wrong. It really wasn't my intuition, I'll be honest. It was not my intuition saying this isn't the right path. It was more of me looking at all I had on my plate and realizing I was just simply a no. It was just a no to that assignment they wanted me to do. Would it have served me and taken me out of my comfort zone if I had trusted them and done it? And even trusted them when they said, Madeline, even with your full plate, you can do this? Yeah, probably would have. And also, since two things exist at the same time, I didn't do it. I chose not to do it. And I'm okay with that. And I let it go. I'm not still hem-hawing about it. And I don't need to find out. I don't want anyone to get lost and stuck in this land of, is this my comfort zone? Or like the, the resistance to, to that? Or is this my intuition? It's not really ever going to be enough. Whatever answer you receive, it won't be enough. You'll probably still keep wondering and wondering and wondering. So my encouragement is to let that question go, actually. And to stop trying to find out if it's intuition or laziness. And rather just sit in this moment with whatever that one decision is. What's that one thing you're resisting that your partner is trying to do? Maybe he's trying to show up more in the masculine and you're resisting it. Maybe your coach is trying to lead you somewhere and you're resisting them. Maybe your parents are actually giving you feedback about your life and you're really resisting it. Because you're an adult and you don't want that. You didn't ask for it, blah, blah, blah. And all your childhood wounds are coming up. First step is to make all of that okay. If you're actually being lazy and you just don't feel like having structure and rituals and you don't want any of that and it's really hard for you to stick to building this business because you don't budget in time after your nine to five or maybe you really struggle with just listening to authority coaching you. If Whatever it is, whatever's coming up, whether it's a energetic resistance or it's a literal resistance not wanting to do the work or do the ritual the practice make that okay just make it okay it's okay that you're that way it's okay that you're that way right now be kind to that part of you that's resisting and see if you can go deeper and get curious on the why no shame no blame no judgment And no need to then follow through on it. Just get curious about the why. I don't, I I, I have a feeling y'all probably see me as someone incredibly disciplined. Because I'm always talking about my practices. And I do have discipline when and where I choose, but I don't have as much as I used to have. Because I went really intense on discipline once upon a time. So I've created this I've coined this concept that we move from, in life, energetically, we move from discipline fatigue to decision fatigue. 
and the balance is to find a middle ground. When we're going through discipline fatigue, it's because we're disciplining all of our life, everything. We're trying to do all the things, get back to every text, listen to our teachers, do all the assignments, say yes, 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 yes. You're yes queen. And then you get really tired of, of having all of this discipline and having all the structure that you let loose. You go into your feminine, you follow pleasure, and then you eventually have decision fatigue because when you're really in your feminine and nothing's pre-planned and your calendar is just a bunch of white space that you eventually have to fill up moment to moment it's a lot of decisions you have to make that's the beauty of a calendar and discipline you already know when you'll be where you know when you're going to do those yoga classes what you know what your big course or big retreat will be for 2020 you have that known so you don't have to continue to wonder about it the beautiful balance is to to marry the feminine and the masculine to not be in decision fatigue or discipline fatigue but rather be in the middle where you're listening to both your need for flow and your need for structure and here's the truth Kendra Kunov, one of my teachers, does an amazing job talking about this, and she really lives by this. She grew up in a monastery, so she had a lot of rituals and a lot of structure that she had to have in her life. And it's true that she doesn't always feel, and I'll include myself into this too, I don't always feel like doing my practices, like picking up the phone for someone who's calling me when I've had a full day of coaching, but then I have a friend calling me because they need me. They say they need me. I don't always feel like stretching my chest. I have a very like rounded chest and it affects my lower back. And for years I've struggled with back pain because my shoulders like to round in. And if I just started to open up my shoulders, then my lower back would finally start to curve back in rather than arch. And I've, my feminine got the best of me and said, I don't feel like doing the stretches. I don't feel like doing the stretches, even though my chest stretches are five minutes a day. And I believe a lot of the resistance we have to these things that the, these things we want to do that actually really would serve us. It comes from a scarcity around time. I don't have enough time when we really do. I mean, you really do have time. And then it comes from an underlying nitpicking subconscious need to constantly be doing 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 even if your version of doing is scrolling Facebook maybe I'm just speaking for myself but I know that I I I waste so much time scrolling on my phone that is not productive at all but I feel like I'm being productive it feels like it's more productive than doing my chest opening practice or bolt cooking my food or getting my laundry done on a Sunday rather than letting it loom over my head for five days until the weekend or the next Sunday and I think well if I just just get online a little bit more I got some more stuff to do online blah 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 so that is where for us millennials and then the generation above and then definitely the generation beneath There's going to have to be a lot of discipline around media consumption, social media consumption. Because I imagine that if you just, just like for a second, imagine you don't have any social media. There's no Facebook. There's no incoming WhatsApps and Voxers, Twitters, Twitters, tweets. You even have um, a flip phone in this scenario. 
do you feel your breath get a little deeper? You feel your body soften a little more? Do you feel like doing those 10 minute chest stretches is a little more doable? And maybe doing a pleasure practice or dancing for five minutes is a little more doable? Or going to that kundalini class or going to the CrossFit class you keep talking about feels a little more doable. I mean, what else are you going to do? You know, spend some time for, with, with your family too. There's plenty of time for that now. There's no scrolling. Oh, it's so cool. I always remember that. I think a, a lot of the reasons why we we don't make time for the simple day-to-day rituals is because we think our brains trick us into thinking that it'd be better if we spent our time elsewhere, even if that elsewhere is aimless and pointless and it's just scrolling and it's not true. It's not true. And then we can look at our relationship. We're leaving the literal world. Now we're looking at a relationship with authority figures and teachers. Everyone listening to this podcast is going to have to do their own deep dive in understanding why they resist structure. What is that fear? Is it the fear of losing time? Is it the fear of um, what, whatever, whatever you face? Like you, you, you might be fighting against authority because if you listen to authority, you're going to feel something uncomfortable. That's what we humans do. We don't do certain things because we're afraid to feel the feeling that comes up when we do it. That's all. That party example I gave, it's really not your intuition, most likely. Um, it, it might be more like this. Here's what I think a lot of people would actually be experiencing. I don't know if I want to go to the party anymore because I might get there, not know a single soul, and I don't want to feel that feeling. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. So I'm just going to stay at home. Second thing I'll say about that, besides that being a very common thought people have, is that that's okay. The key ingredient is having self-awareness around that. When you can see that, you go, oh, that's actually my ego trying to protect me from feeling discomfort. And from that space, you can decide what's more worth it to me. Avoid the discomfort, stay at home, Maybe I'll make use of that time by bulk cooking my food, snuggling with my partner, doing my chest stretches. Hmm, that's an option. Or I go to this event, I connect with that original intention I had, I summon in my masculine discipline to get in the car, get on the subway. I'm going to even go ahead and lay out my clothes just to get me there, to motivate me, to make it easier for me to get there. Because I know after the event, I will be so glad. And you're forward thinking, you're thinking into the future, you're already thinking past the actual event. You're already thinking past that emotional discomfort you may feel. That's your masculine saying, I'm purpose-driven rather than feeling-driven. Your masculine is really focused on the purpose of everything. Your feminine is really focused on the love and the feeling of everything. And that's why for feminine beings, commitment can be really hard because for a lot of feminine beings... They confuse commitment with feeling. I don't feel that committed to this right now. I don't feel like holding true to my word on this. I don't feel like getting back to this email. I don't feel like I want to be the person responsible for bringing gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan brownies to my son's soccer game anymore. And that is all okay. You can change your mind at any moment. We all should respect each other's yes and no. And what are the consequences? People may rely on you less. You may be less trustable. 
you may rely and be less trustable to you because everything's a reflection. So if you start seeing yourself flaking and canceling on people or ghosting on people, notice how often you eject from yourself. I'll give you a little tool. I came up with this tool in one of my coaching calls. Um, so my client was talking about like, you know, of course, when we were working together for a long period of time, there's practices and practices and practices. And uh, before you know it, my clients might be trying to do all of these practices without adjusting their levels accordingly. So one of my clients was talking to me about, well, I'm doing all these things and I'm noticing myself. I have this pattern of wanting to... Um, stop doing all the things, but I, I, I ignore that desire. I, I ignore my desire to cool it and I don't give myself a break and I just keep going and I override my body. That is not what I'm saying in this podcast. I'm not saying to override your body. That sounds like a very unconscious thing to do, actually. You can consciously override where you say, I see myself going into that behavior and I'm choosing to do that ritual anyways, regardless of me being tired. You can also also consciously let go. I notice myself having resistance to doing these practices. And I also know this is a behavior of mine to do practices and then stop. And I'm going to choose to do that again in this moment. And I own the consequences, which might be feeling less connected to love today, having my shoulders close, being a little less reliable to my friends. Okay, I take those consequences. They're not great, but I take them. That's ownership of the experience. So here, here's two tools I'll give you. There's one tool I'm going to recommend. This is what I told my client is having your baseline commitments. Like these are your solid ride or die commitments. This goes in a circle. So draw a circle on a piece of paper. This is your level one commitment. So for me, it's taking care of my dog three walks a day, committed to the coach that I work with or my teachers, committed to the events I host, I run, and I assist at. I am committed to my healthy lifestyle. I'm very committed to my workouts and eating as clean as can be and also allowing for wiggle room and joy (laughs) and actually combining the two, making sure all the clean food I eat is also very inspiring. I'm committed to listening to a certain meditation track every day for the month of November, you know, whatever it may be. Like those go in the first circle and I get really clear. These are my ride or die ones. These aren't, these aren't really negotiable unless I'm sick or um, I'm having a really emotionally exhausting day and I just need, I what the highest, the highest thing for me would be to do nothing at all. And I'm aware of that. Besides that though, those are my ride or die. And even then, I'll still make sure my dog gets walked. I'll just hire someone to walk him that evening, right? So you still follow through in some way. So outside of that circle, you want to draw another circle. This is your level two. These are the things you're about 70% in, 30% not. So maybe you have a full moon group that you want to go to as often as you can in 2020, but you're also okay if you miss one. Maybe you miss that one, but you go to a different full moon group that you really like. So you're... And your level two, you might have um, learning a particular language. Like you really want to learn this language because you're going to France and you want to be able to speak French. And you also know that the level one commitments are so strong right now that maybe you can't do it more than twice a week or more than 
listening to a lesson on your morning walk. Maybe, so these are things though, I, I want to be clear that they are, they're 70% of yes and 30% of no. So these aren't things that are like, me, me, what do I feel like? These are still things that as a baseline, you're assuming you're going to do, but you have just a bit more wiggle room with it. Then the third, you got to do one more circle outside of that circle. So you have three circles, they're all going into each other. The third, the, out, the outer layer is your condiments of life. These are your sprinkles, things that you enjoy and you would like to commit to if they fall into your lap. You're not going to be seeking them out. You're not going to be making promises immediately. You're going to feel through if you're a yes or no to it first before committing. You're going to give yourself time to feel into it. Like for me, I, I love going to Kirtan, but I don't have it on my calendar automatically. I put it on my calendar every week on that day if I feel like it on that day. So these are things that you have full permission to be committed to based on feelings. The others aren't really, especially the level one. That's not, those aren't commitments based off of feelings. Those are commitments based off of your commitment, your word, your integrity. The middle layer is also that, but you have more compassion because you know that your time is going to be in a different space and place every now and then. And you have compassion in all these, just to be clear. And then the third one is, like I said, condiments. Today I need a little ketchup. Today, today I need a little paleo mayo. Whatever it is that you need to add on top to something, those are in your third layer. Now let's say, this is the last tool I'll give. Let's say you're really, you're really resisting just like everything and you need a cleanse from all commitments. This is okay too. So in order to make Give yourself space from commitments and structure if you need a structured detox is to create structure for your detox. Because the number one fear I always hear from people is, if I stop doing this thing, I'm afraid I'll stop doing it forever. Well, you might. Get curious about that. Why would you stop doing it forever? If you really think you'd stop doing it, do you actually like doing that? Right? And if that's actually a very unconscious fear and that's really not true for you at all and you don't fear that because you know you do like this thing and you will come back, but you do need a break, make it structured. Get out your calendar. One of my clients is doing this the whole month of um, starting now. So the end of November to the end of December, it's a, a no practice month. And on her calendar, it says no practice month starts and then in 30 days, no practice month stops. And then whatever that following day is, like December December 30th, something like that, to make it clean, it might be January 1st, that's the day there's a reassessment. Where am I at now? Let me check in. Maybe that's a perfect day to go to the spa and take your journal, go to the infrared sauna, sweat it out, release things, and, and think about what you want to be calling in. You can have structure around your lack of structure. It actually allows you to go deeper. Something John Wineland will often say, and I think he got this from his teacher as well, I'm not sure, but something around the, the, uh, something around the, the idea of if you f- still feel you know, half in, half out, uh, lukewarm, um, you still feel a feeling lingering, you didn't touch it fully. So if you're still wondering, should I, I, discipline still feels, uh, I don't know, I, do I want discipline now? If you still feel that after 30 days, you didn't go discipline free enough. You didn't go deep enough. Most likely in your mind, you were still hem-hawing about doing things, if you really are honest with yourself. 
if you give yourself those 30 days to completely unhinge in your lack of commitments to your feminine embodiment practices, or you give yourself those 30 days to be completely free of Instagram, or to stop doing yoga, to stop going to the gym if you need a break, to stop being vegan for a bit. If you give yourself those full 30 days, 110% permission, at the end of the 30 days, I would be surprised if you did not feel free. You didn't feel more clear. And it doesn't mean you have to go back to exactly what you were doing. Maybe you're just ready to call in some more structure in some other place. Maybe you're not vegan anymore and you like eggs. Or you just create more structure around your Instagram when you get back on. But if you still feel resistance around something or you still feel that feeling coming up, it's most likely because you didn't go deep enough. When you have the masculine, the feminine goes deeper. When you have that start date and stop date, for a lack of commitment or the opposite for the next 30 days I'm going all in this is a great one for relationships we've been fighting on and off we've been fighting so much what should we do should we stay should we should we go what is this supposed to be get out your calendars mark a start date and a stop date of 30 days where you each give each other a hundred percent of your love and then you reassess on that 31st date helps you drop in so much more fully than, all right, give each other 100% of your love forevermore. Just do it. No, give yourself 30 days to go fully in. It will help you to know you have a container for it rather than just a free-for-all. And that, my loves, is exactly how the feminine feels safe to express her heart. The feminine is freedom, right? The feminine is energy. In order to go full on in, in that energy, just give it your best shot. Go, go, go. Shine bright. Be love light. Share your love. The feminine feels safe with boundaries. Same with kids. It's the same thing we see with kids. Kids who don't have discipline or boundaries, it, they're actually pretty worried a lot of the time. They might be really anxious because they don't have someone looking out for them. It's the same thing. Same thing. That's all I'm going to share for today. All around, is your resistance being coming from intuition or is your resistance just laziness, you know? I hope this served you well. We covered a lot today. I would love to see your circles. Give this exercise a shot. Remember, it's three circles. There's one in the middle. There's one outside of that and one outside of that. Share it on, on Instagram and tag me in it. Let me see your three circles of commitment. That's what we'll call it. I'm sure I can come up with a juicier name, but that's it for now. Do this exercise. Share it with us. would love to see it. Let me know if you have any questions. Reach out if you are interested in my one-on-one -on -one coaching. You can go to maddiemoon.com forward slash coaching. And the Feminine Spirit School, of course, if you have any questions about it. This is my eight-week course. If you want to know what this course is all about, if you want to know how it can serve you with reigniting your feminine healing your masculine we talk about this we talk about this in the course your shadow facing parts of you you've turned off your inner child ancestral healing if you want to learn all about this in a course that I spent I mean I poured years of, of teachings and lessons and things that happened in my one-on-one -on -one calls into this course you get all of this and two coaching calls, two Zoom group coaching calls with me 
and a Facebook group for support. And we begin January 6th. So maddiemoon.com forward slash feminine spirit is the link you will go to to sign up for that. And the first 10 people who will be signing up also get a one-on-one call with me. And if, if, I'm, if you're hearing this right now, which you are, because I'm not editing this out, that is still available. So reach out. Let me know if you're interested in the course. And if you sign up and you're one of those first 10 people, I will be emailing you back, letting you know that you are going to be receiving a one-on-one call with me, which is $500 on its own. So you're getting a $500 value for that for free. And you're just paying for the course. The early bird is still up. It's $12.50. So if you sign up at the early bird price, you get a discount. And if you're one of the first 10 people, you get a $500 value with me for free of coaching call. Anything you want. Feminine, masculine. It's one-on-one time with you and I. I'm so looking forward to all of you who join us starting in January. Fresh start. Fresh year. Going into our feminine essence, which is so juicy. The most powerful path I've taken in my life this far has been around my heart, revealing my heart, softening my heart, and also learning how to create structure and containers alongside that to help me go deeper. I am looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this episode, all of you beautiful people, and I will see you soon for another episode on the Mind Body Musings podcast. (laughs) Thank you.